Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. I'm back at it again, man. And boy, oh boy, is it a tough time to be a Jets fan, all right? We're going to be discussing the Jets' loss to the Jaguars 19-3 to in that game Zach Wilson was benched. We're also going to be discussing his future here. There's a lot of fans extremely upset. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. We're live as well, Mr. Matrix. Good to see you in here, everyone else. And, man, we have quite a bit to speak about. So let's go ahead and get into the show. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shame to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Also, on iTunes as well, folks. Go on over to iTunes. Type in The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes, all right? Subscribe to the podcast over there. Give me a five-star rating and let me know what you folks think about what I do here on my show, man. Really love the feedback. Really love hearing what people think I do here on my show. I'm also on Twitter as well, okay? Go on over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe, okay, on Twitter. Go ahead and follow. I'll follow you right back, and we can go back and forth, man. Personal, uh, you know, page on Twitter is at YoungJ000, all right? Have a lot of fun going back and forth with people. I'm also on YouTube as well. For those of you that don't know, I post content on YouTube. We do the show live on YouTube as well. Have a lot of fun going back and forth with everyone in the chat, all the savages. You know what I'm saying? Just getting it, talking about this football team and everything that goes on here with it. So go on over to YouTube. You want to be part of the fun. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot of a very good time. Go on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go on over there. Subscribe to the page, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, all right? Man, oh, man. Now it's time to talk about this. Jets, prime time, Thursday night. Again, callers, we'll get to everybody. Just be patient. We'll get to everybody in a second. Jets are in a prime time game last night with the Jags, and there's a lot of questions going into the game, a lot of things you know, that we wanted to see the Jets come out. There was a lot of importance in the game as well. As we know, the Jets are trying to make the push to continue in the playoff hunt, trying to continue to go forward here and see what they can do next. And their playoff, you know, hopes pretty much were on the line here. We know that we had to win out. We know we were facing a Jaguars team that, you know, was a little bit banged up, especially in the trenches. Offensive line, defensive line for them was banged up. But that they were a solid offense. You know, the, the defense wasn't the best, but a solid offense. We knew we had to go in there and handle business. So once the game started, the Jets' defense came out early and got themselves a turnover. Quentin Williams gets a sack. He sacks Trevor Lawrence, strips the ball, and it's a fumble. Jets pick it up. We get the ball at Jacksonville 16, all right? So we're all hyped. Mind you, I'm watching it live with the Savages, okay? Live. So we're all fired up. Early play, got a turnover. Jets are set up already in the red zone. 
Zach Wilson comes out, and again, going into this game, there's a lot of questions about him as well, a lot of things on the line for him too. Zach comes out on the opening drive from the Jack 16. They run for one yard. Knight runs for four yards. They hand the ball off there. Then Zach turns around, gets sacked on third down for negative eight yards, and the Jacks end up kicking a field goal. Now, that wasn't the best way to start the game, especially when you get a turnover in the red zone. Not the best way to start the game, okay? But, hey, we got a field goal. We felt like, okay, hopefully the Jets can build offensive momentum off of this. Hopefully there's something that can get going. Sadly, it never really got going for the Jets' offense. And Zach Wilson in the game against the Jags was terrible. He was inaccurate. Ball placement was all over the place. It was bad for Zach Wilson the entire night, okay? Zach Wilson was 9 of 18, 92 yards, an interception. He also had one rushing yard. At one point, the Jags were up 10 to 3. The Jags had kicked the field goal. They also ran in a touchdown as well. Trevor Lawrence was able to get himself into the end zone for a touchdown. It seems like the New York Jets defense couldn't do anything about him or the Jags offense, to be completely honest. The, the, the Jets' defense was very bend but don't break. They gave up a 96-yard drive during this game to the Jags' offense. And, again, this was a Jags' offense that had a beat-up offensive line. Their left tackle, one of the, the best offensive linemen, he was out. Sheriff, Brandon Sheriff, their right, right guard, got injured during this game and missed some time. Their right tackle was dealing with, with an issue as well, with a hamstring issue. And the Jets' defensive line just couldn't get to Trevor. Couldn't get to him. They had one sack. That opening sack was the only sack they had the whole night. That was it. After that opening sack, there was nothing. Just nothing. Trevor Lawrence was also running around like crazy as well. He had seven carries for 51 yards in this game. He had a rushing TD. He was also 20 of 31 for 229 yards against the Jets. Jets defense struggled all night trying to get them, trying to stop them. Etienne as well, he had a solid day, 22 carries for 83 yards. Ingram, my goodness, we couldn't stop that guy at all. It didn't matter who was covering him, whether it was Sauce or Whitehead or Reed, it did not matter. He had seven catches for 113 yards on the day. He was breaking tackles, running through tackles. He had a big screen, a tight end screen in the game. He took for 22 yards. It was insane. The Jets' defense just struggled to stop them. But, the, again, they were very bend but don't break. For the most part, the Jets' defense, once they got down into the red zone, they were to hold them to field goals. But the Jets' offense just struggled the entire night. Struggled. I remember Zach throwing a ball to Garrett Wilson, and it, was, it looked like Garrett Wilson was just running a slant. And he, the ball placement was so bad, it looked like he was literally throwing to the Jags' corner. That's literally what it looked like. It looked like he was trying to throw to the Jags corner. And the Jags corner was so upset that he didn't catch the interception, he ripped at his own face mask. He couldn't believe it. Zach Wilson was throwing up balls, just literally throwing them up and praying that someone would catch him. He threw a ball up to Corey Davis, and if Corey Davis had not have played cornerback and grabbed the Jaguars cornerback, it would have been an easy interception. Zach Wilson was terrible. 
He was terrible on the night, awful. And every non-completion, every down that continued to go on, right, where the Jets were punting and the offense couldn't get things going and Zach was inaccurate. I remember he threw a ball in the dirt to Corey Davis who was wide open for what looked like a 15- to 20-yard game. MetLife would explode in booze. They booed him so bad it was insane. Mind you, I'm watching it live with the Savages, and it, just, it felt like I was there. They were booing. I heard people booing outside of my house. I'm pretty sure they were watching the game as well. It sounded like all of New Jersey, all of New York, all of the East Coast came to MetLife to boo Zach Wilson with how much he was struggling. And you could see him visibly lose confidence, and you could also see with the rest of the team that they were just dead. You could see it. At one point, the Jags were up 13-3. to They ended up missing a field goal before the half. We got the ball back, and we were like, okay, look, we're down, but we need to build some momentum. We need to get something going. Try to get a drive downfield, and that drive ended up with Zach Wilson launching up an interception before the half, and again, the fans just let him have it. So now we're thinking, okay, look, we're going into the half. We're only down 13-3. to We still have time, though. Let's make some adjustments. Let's clean some things up. And then, hey, we can be right back into this. Yeah, they're, they're rolling up and down the field, but our defense, our defense, has stopped them a bit. They've only given up 13 points at this point. Jets came out after the half. They get the football. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Zach Wilson continues to look the same. The offense is dead. The running game of the New York Jets was horrific in this game. Horrific. Okay? Ty Johnson ended the game two carries, seven yards. Michael Carter had six yards. It was atrocious. The New York Jets could not run the football at all. It was dead. Dead. And, again, as the game continued on, you just saw Zach Wilson just working himself into a stupor. Everything was dead. The Jags ended up hitting another field goal, pushing the game 16-3. to And at three minutes, and 31 seconds left in the third quarter, the New York Jets coaching staff benched Zach Wilson and brought in Stribler. I want to honestly say I was shocked. I was shocked. Because we had heard from this coaching staff before that they would not, you know, bench Zach Wilson in the game. We heard him say that before. But they did just that with their playoff hopes on the line. And Strebler came out, and when he did, you saw the offense light up a bit. Strebler was able to work them, right, a big leader drive all the way down to the Jaguars' 13-yard line, which I thought that Seller should have taken the points. He should have kicked the field goal on fourth and two. But instead, he allowed Strebler to continue to do his thing. Strebler ended up trying to get a pass to Garrett Wilson on fourth and two, which fell incomplete. But that was the first time in the entire game where the offense felt alive. Strebler had more yards on that one drive than we had had all game under Zach Wilson. 
Now, after the game, Sulla talked about it. He said, hey, people asked him, why did you sit? Why did you bench Zach Wilson and bring Strebler into the game? And he tried to defend the decision. He tried to say he didn't bench Zach Wilson. He just wanted to see Strebler brought in to continue to help the running game. And then after he started to help the running game, then it just kind of snowballed. I understand Sulla wanted to protect Zach Wilson in that moment, but come on. You benched him. Those are the facts. Strebler on the day, 10 to 15, 90 yards. He also had nine carries for 54 yards rushing. He was running around like crazy. He was also able to lead another drive as well that ended in a fumble to, from Wilson. Garrett Wilson got the ball kicked out of his hands as he was running, trying to get away. So that ended that drive. The Jags ended up kicking a field goal, pushing the game, three, and then it was over. There was a lot of bad things that we saw against the Jaguars on Thursday night from the New York Jets. A lot of atrocious play. There were so many things we thought would happen that didn't happen. Hello, uh, the the Jets' offensive line, awful. The Jets' offensive line was terrible. George Fant, penalty, 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 holding false start calls left and right. Tomlinson getting pushed over back. That was atrocious as well. And this was a beat-up Jags defensive line. There's no excuse. They were at, without Fowler Fadakoski. They were without Walker as well. They were without their top defensive linemen, and we still couldn't get these guys blocked. It was awful. This was an awful performance. Now, today when Sella was spoken to, and we'll get to the lines in one second, when Sella was spoken to about Zach Wilson, they asked him about Zach Wilson. Was it a mental or a physical thing with him? Why he's not performing well within the offense? And Sella said it, you know, flat out. His confidence, he's lacking confidence. He's hoping he can get one or two good games put together and then we can figure things out. And you could see that out on the field. His confidence is shot. They also asked him, will you continue forward with Zach Wilson being the future of the New York Jets at quarterback? He sidestepped that question. He did. He talked about, hey, we're still going to work with guys, you know, as long as they're in the Jets uniform and if they play well, then that's going to be them put out on the field, but what he did not say was unequivocally, yes, I am going to kick Wilson. He did not say that. So there's a lot of questions going forward with Zach Wilson. There's some Jets fans that want to see him cut, traded, off the roster, all kinds of things. I don't know. But what I do know is the Jets have some issues at quarterback, especially for the future. Now, we'll see if Mike White is going to be able to suit up and get things together. We've got a game in Seattle coming up. We've got to play them at their house. We'll see what happens going forward. But if Mike White can't suit up, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens going forward at the Jets quarterback position and will their t- will, where they will turn. also think it's very interesting that they passed up Flacco completely, completely, and went to Strepler. Piece of the puzzle is. We're going to get to the lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. I know the lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. I want to get everybody's thoughts about Zach Wilson, his performance, his future here. What were your thoughts with the, uh, the Jets playing the way that they did? For all of you that are watching, please give the stream a thumbs up. Share the stream with your friends and family as well across your social media platforms. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell. 
Salutes to all the savages as well, Jets gang, Jets mess, Jacob Klein, Mr. Magic, Perry, everybody in the chat salutes. We're going to the lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. First caller I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Monty. Monty, salutes to you, my friend. Oh. Oh man! I already oh know. man! Listen, Let, hold hey, on. For hey, those hey, of you, Joe. <laughs> listen, hold on, Go Monty. Ahead, Joe. I know Go you're ahead. upset. For those of you that don't know, Monty, he's a sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. 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 This this Monty, this this not going to be a nice call. Monty, now listen. Hey. I know you're upset, but you know it's a family show. Don't curse on my show. That's all I'm, I'm asking. I'm very, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very upset, Joe. You know, hey, okay. I told you to open yeah. the lines up in the chat yesterday. You probably would have you banned did. me for life. And I'm glad you yeah. didn't oh. open up the lines. <laughs> you probably would have banned me for life. I'm serious. Listen. I'm serious, bro. Like, if I would have mm-hmm. saw Zach Wilson on the street last, I, I would have put hands and feet on him, man. Monty, I would have put my, hands whoa, 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 and feet the, on him yesterday. Don't don't get the feds on my line now. He, that's just in GTA. That's what he's just talking about hey, in video games. He's not talking yeah, about in real life. Warning. Listen, yeah, Monty, just a warning. L- l- Monty, yeah. Monty, listen. Mm-hmm. I want you to give me you. your thoughts on Zach Wilson. Give me your thoughts on Zach Wilson and his play against the Jags. I mean, what 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 exactly should the New York Jets do with him going forward? I mean, what okay? What what do you See, think was the big issue on the field last night, Joe? Joe, I had a I had you know. A long time, all day. I told you I had I had to bet with my friend, right? I told you I had to bet with my guy. He was at he was at the game. He was at MetLife yesterday, and he let mm-hmm. me have it. He he's been sending me text messages and everything all week, okay, mm-hmm. or all day. I'm sorry, but with with Zach, I had a, I had a chance to calm down. I'm getting a little bit upset even just talking about it, but I had a I had a chance to really calm down, right? And mm-hmm. I think what we should do with Zach, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade him. I wouldn't cut him because this is, you know, this is a new era of Jets football. You know what I would do? I would just have him as a backup, man. Just have him learn, sit, and, and, and hope that we can get something out of him within these four years. But what I really mm. think Joe Douglas needs to do with, uh, with, uh, with Zach Wilson, man, you, uh, Joe, you ever watch uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? You ever watch that show? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. You remember when you remember when Carlton uh when when Will took Carlton to MacArthur Park and he was staying with uh staying with his buddies and he wanted to prove yeah. to uh yes. That's what we need to do with Zach Wilson. We need to take him to the trenches, man. Get him some mental toughness, man. He need to he need to go to the hood, man. man he gets mad when listen. people be screaming I, at him, the receivers start screaming at him. When when Garrett Wilson is, is yelling and screaming at a fat in the hood and have him get some toughness, man. The dude is is soft. Well, it's culture it, look, shock, I, I don't man. He get to the NFL and he don't know how to deal. He don't he don't know how to deal with with being in an NFL locker room, man. It's just a culture shock, damn man. And that's all. I don't that's think all it's it that is. Just, Mentally, it's, he it's, just messed I, up. Yeah, I I think what it is is, and we talk about this quite a bit, and I talked about this when we drafted him is that New York is a place, it's suffocating, and we've seen it destroy people, right? It, that, that's the problem with getting people here. You know, that was our big issue with attracting free agents for a while and even having guys work out in the draft. Listen, this mm-hmm. is a pressure cooker. This is a pressure cooker. Yep. 
And we yep. want to win. Yep. Jets fans want to win. And when you come here, yep. drafted, free agent, whatever, but especially draft picks, the media is on top of you. Everybody's on top of you. Well, he comes Every here from BYU. Time. He's got he's got certain traits. He's got things, but he's not picking up the game the way he should. The backyard football stuff is not working at this level of the league. Then you also got the issues, clearly, which we see with the teammates as well. We see it on the field. We see the team play completely differently when he is under center. We see it. We yep. see it look yep. like they yep. have no faith. They have no confidence in their quarterback whatsoever. And when he's he's back there, they just don't think that they can win. You can visibly see. He, you see that the, not you see that the wide receivers don't have any confidence mm-hmm. or faith in him. You see Garrett Wilson; he gets upset. His body language. You see that when when Zach mm-hmm. Wilson is playing quarterback there. You see it. So when you mm-hmm. lose the locker room, you lose guys, and then you're losing on the field, and then everyone basically believes it's a far gone conclusion that you are done here in New York. His confidence is shot, and you can see it. And Sulla said that as well. Yeah, you can see yeah. it. And the it number one so thing sad, that you man. must it have looked, as it an athlete. It looks very, very sad, man. Yeah, the one thing you must have as an athlete in the NFL or at any, any league, period, is confidence. You lack confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't care how talented you are. You're going to jack things up, and you're going to lose quite a lot of whatever it is. But especially in the and, NFL, and, especially a quarterback. Right, right. And that's what so, happened to him. And that's, and that's what happened yeah. to him, man. It just – he just doesn't have enough confidence to be able to withstand what's going on in New York right now. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, I understand, you know, he's still a young, he's still a young kid, but what I want the Jets to do with him, I know it's not a popular decision, but I honestly really mm-hmm. think that we need to just keep him and, and, and just develop him. And, you know, as a 25 year old kid, you know, you, he might develop into something because it's all, it's all mental with him. It seems like, and if we, if, if, you know, if he can just sit, he's just not ready. You just see he's not ready. And, and that's, that's not a problem. Some, some people aren't, aren't ready. I wasn't ready to go into the workforce at, you know, 20, 21 years old. You know, mm-hmm. but over time you gain maturity. You know, you start to learn certain habits. You start to pick up, from, pick up certain things from certain people. And you learn just how to be a professional, how to gain that mental toughness because it's, it seems like Zach is a gamer. It seems like he's a gamer, but then he just kind of just gets in his own way. And I just look at it as like, man, he's just not he's just not comfortable. He's not comfortable yet, man. And I think with, you know, with him sitting and that pressure not being on him to be the savior of the team, I think mm-hmm. it'll it'll do him well. And 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 please believe, I'm not a Zach Zach Wilson truther or anything. Like I said, man, like it's it's it, it would be on site with Zach Wilson if I seen him, but as it's for the Jets organization, I think we we just need to do something different and just start developing the talent that we, that we have and just also come to terms that dude, some people just aren't ready to play. That doesn't mean that they're uh, that that doesn't mean a year from now that they're not going to be ready. But here, here's my question though, Monty, and again, the lines are hot. We'll get to everybody. There's no excuse for Zach Wilson to be bad. I'm going to play devil's advocate here because everyone knows I'm a Zach guy. But I'm going to look at it from the opposite side of the spectrum. Sam Darnold, when he was here, lacked what? Weapons, coaching, offensive line, protection, all of that. A myriad of excuses of why, you know, he didn't work out here. There's no excuse for Zach Wilson not to be good here at all. There's no excuse. The Jets Jets have done everything in their power – to make sure that this kid succeeds. Joe Douglas went and got him weapon after weapon after mm-hmm. weapon. 
he upgraded the offensive line. He up, and, and even though the offensive line has been banged up, even the pieces, the offensive line has been sufficient enough and given enough, you know, uh, protection to be successful here. He's upgraded the weapons. We got tight ends. You got Garrett Wilson. You got Elijah Moore. You got Corey Davis. You got all this stuff. You got a, a running back. You got it all. Mm-hmm. You even got a championship yeah. defense. A championship defense, right? You got everything that yep. you could possibly have. You have all the coaching. You have better coaching than it. How in the world can we expect you to get better when you can't succeed with this? Because you know what's crazy about this, Monty? And, again, I hear the development talk. He's been here two years, though. Mike White stepped off the street, a guy that people didn't even – he was on the practice squad as far as most people concerned, wasn't even close to being a starter. Oh, he's not going to do nothing, right? He comes in, Mm -hmm. he looks better in the offense than you do, and now people are talking about him possibly being the guy to move forward with the New York Jets as a franchise quarterback. Joe Flacco's yeah. looked better in the offense than Zach Wilson than Zach Wilson has. Yeah. Josh Johnson True. has looked better in the offense than Zach Wilson has had. And let's be completely honest. Last night, Striebler looked better in this offense than Zach Wilson has. True. True. So, True. All these guys, everybody else can sit. Everybody else looks better than you look, though. So at what yeah. point do we cut this? At what point? What point do you allow this guy to keep going out there? What point do you say, hey, that's it. And that's my question for you because there's a lot of people saying that his time is done here. My final question for you, do you believe it's over for Zach Wilson that they should shut the door and possibly go with a veteran going forward? I think it's I think it's over for him. I honestly don't think he can survive losing prime time, uh, having a, an embarrassing performance the way that he did. Um, he just made the organization just look dysfunctional the way in which he played. He's the number two overall pick, and he was going against, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Lawrence played played well. And yeah. they're always going to be compared, you know. And you know, I, I, I my my guy sends me this this meme with with Frank Gore on it, and, and it's you know, as a Jets fan, it's just sad, man. Like. Man, we almost had the number one pick, and that could have changed the trajectory of our franchise. And mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, I mean, it's just going to be too much to really overcome, especially when you got Justin Fields playing the way that he's playing, Mac Jones playing yep. the way that he's playing. It's just too yep. much to. It's. I don't think he can. I, I don't think he can. You know, um, overcome. You know, the, the the venom of the fans and you know, in the media, it's just it's just too much. Yeah. So before I let you go, Monty, because the lines are hot and we're going to get to everybody, final question for you. If Mike White cannot go against Seattle, where do you think the New York Jets should turn at quarterback? And then give me your final score prediction for that game. You, you, have, to go to, you have to go with Flacco. <laughs> you, okay. You have to go with Flacco. You have to, you have to save Zach from himself. Cannot, if you care anything about Zach Wilson, you do not put him on the field. He's not ready. He's okay. not ready to be in that moment. It's just it's just over mm. with this year, so I would go with okay. Joe. I would go with Joe Flacco, and I would have Strebler mm. as the uh, as the backup. And you know, it, I I think that I think that could work. But I mean, we're not going to win in Seattle playing with Joe Flacco. So my mm. prediction would have to be, man, nine to nineteen or twenty. Because we're not going to be able to score with Joe Flacco. He can't. He's a statue in a body. So, so nine nineteen Seattle. Sad to say. 
919 oh, Seattle. 919. Yep. That closes door right there. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Listen, I, I just Monty. can't see it, Joe. Like I, I can't see yeah. it. Yeah. I hear you. Listen, Monty. I got to slide off. The callers are hot. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right, you too, man. Take it easy. All right, you have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We've got a lot of callers. Please be patient. But before we get to these lines, Jets Mess Mess salutes you with a big, 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 I said salute to Jess Mess with the big, 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 big donation. He says, what's the story with Miles Austin getting suspended? For those of you that do not know, Coach Miles Austin, New York Jets wide receiver coach, was suspended for violating the Leeds gambling policy. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show, man. It's, it's getting wild. We got to get back to these lines again. 515 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Val. Val, I'm coming directly to you, Jay, North Carolina, Ronald, other callers. We'll get to you in a second. Salutes to you, Val. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. For those of you that do not know, Val, well, you know he's calling. Average man. <laughs> Val, listen. We sat down. I know you were in the uh, in the chat with the rest of the savages, going back and forth, and we watched this game man. together. Man. Do you believe that Zach Wilson is done here in New York, man? Oh, for me, he's done. He is done, done, mm. done, done. Yeah, because I've been saying this for weeks. I understand a lot of people wasn't, you know, they were saying that it was too, it was too early to even say that. It was, but I've seen everything. Like even from the rookie season, I was, I was giving him a pass because of rookie, but um, when he was in his first season, the second season, that was the time to judge him. But I've seen it. Last year, and I told you in the chat, that London game against the Falcons, I've seen the accuracy, I've seen everything. He has not improved since then. And I'm just like, man, mm. this guy, he's keeping us back. And I'm just like, I don't understand what everybody is seeing, but now everybody's starting to see the light. But I'm just happy that it's happening now instead of it happening mm. four, um, two more years from now. Because I did not want to wait two more years because obviously we got it wrong. It was supposed to be Trevor Lawrence won, Justin Fields two. Then all mm. of a sudden they just hyped up Zach Wilson from BYU. But when you see his film, he's sitting in the pocket and there's no pressure. So when he gets to the NFL, now you see he's a daring headlights. So it's just mm. like, man, it's like, come on. I don't understand. I, I understand, you know, Joe Douglas in the beginning was kind of shaky when it came to draft picks and stuff. But now we're starting to see he's getting better. But you have to draft. Listen, it's very important to draft the right person, especially for quarterback. And now we have mm-hmm. to sit here and think who's going to be the next quarterback. But, um, yeah, so what, what is the question? Because, oh, man. Yeah. No, listen, I mean, you're, you're, you're spewing your takes and I hear you. But my question, my next question for you is when you look at the situation here, there's also been some concern about the play calling as well. And I want to get your perspective. How much is Mike LaFleur to blame for Zach Wilson's struggles? Because a lot of the times we often talked about how Mike LaFleur wasn't game planning for his strengths, right? Getting outside mm-hmm. the pocket, bootlegs, moving, running, all that other stuff, asking him to do certain things he doesn't like. And even today when Sulla was talked to about 
you know, the, the play calling off. And this was one of the first times where he did not, you know, fully back Mike LaFleur as far as saying, yeah, I'm not worried about that. He just kind of – he honestly said, hey, it's, it's kind of – it's on the coaches as well. We have some issues there. So what are your thoughts about that? You know, how much of the blame is on Mike LaFleur for Zach Wilson not succeeding within this offense? I'm, I'm going to say this. Michael Floyd is not great. It's not a great um, offensive coordinator and stuff. I feel like, yes, even when um, Chris Shriveler was um, the – he was – it was third and one. He was going to do a, a, probably a QB sneak or something like that. Then the mm-hmm. referee stepped in and changed, messed up the whole momentum. We should have stick to that mm-hmm. QB sneak and actually ran the ball in. We, instead, we went to a regular – gun and then try to run the ball to the side and we messed up with that as well too. He has to be very yeah. uh, he has to be smarter with that as well too. But again, every time there's another quarterback that is playing, the 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 um offense is flowing. It's flowing, it's working, but when Zach Wilson is the quarterback, it's still me. Like nobody is really playing. Everybody's not getting the ball. No like he's he's hesitating to make the easy passes. Even when he's passing to um the running back, it, it took him a long time to even process that he was wide open. It was playing heavy yeah. coverage. You're, you're stacking yeah. the box, passing to the running back right away. As soon as you pass it, yeah. that's the first down. He waited, and then I, um as I was sitting here watch um listening to you talk to um the other caller, I'm sitting here watching the game. This man is just sitting back there, and he sees the pocket is collapsing. You have running ability. Scramble the ball. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's IQ, man. It's like, it doesn't make no sense. And Chris yeah. Scribler just showed you, you can run the ball, scramble with the ball, use your feet. You don't even have to keep forcing the ball into double coverage. Run it to the first down. You see all these other quarterbacks doing the same thing. Why you can't do it? That's the only problem that I have with Mike White. But, you know, Mike White is a traditional um, pocket passer, but he has a little scrambling ability too. But as Chris Schreiber just showed you, you could just run the ball. If they're playing heavy coverage because they know the quarterback is not going to run it, run it to the first down if you have the ability. So it, it, it's, yeah. it's killing me, man. It's killing me. No, listen, listen, I, I, I get you. It was, it was killing us as well. One of the things they that just, was annoying for me too okay. is you watch this game and our offensive line was struggling to block their defensive front. What are your thoughts on that? George Fant getting penalties, holding, all kinds of things left and right, and then you got you got uh, Tomlinson getting pushed back into, into Zach as well. The protection was a bit of spotty. Were you surprised that this Jags defensive front was able to ragdoll our, our, our offensive line? Yeah, and I was just I was shocked because this is the twenty seventh defense. They don't. They didn't do that against no other quarterback as well, too. Like I, I really don't watch the Jaguars games, but the ranked twenty seventh, and then I heard the defensive line was kind of injured as well, too. And then this is like kind of their backups as well, too. But it's just like it, it was making no sense, and then the penalties was not helping at all. But again, you've seen the change when Zach Wilson sat down. I'm, I hate to go back to the whole Zach Wilson situation, but you're taking some pressure when your quarterback is scrambling, so they don't have to like just keep blitzing, you know what I'm saying, or, or mm-hmm. having that heavy coverage. But it was still a problem. The offensive line, we, I agree with you. You said this yesterday. Listen, I'm with that first-round pick, I am taking a right tackle. You cannot try, trust Makai Becton because, obviously, mm-hmm. availability is the best ability. And, and I'm mm-hmm. also questioning um, Corey Davis if we're going to bring him back because he's another person that 
is not available as well too, man. He's he's always injured. We need people. I mean, we need players to actually step up and be that number one or number two. And Corey Davis is just he he had an off game yesterday as well too. And no, he wasn't mm-hmm. targeted like that. But when he was targeted, he was dropping a lot of um, footballs as well. So mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a lot of questions that we have to bring up because man, this this is terrible. Yeah, it is. Now my next question for you, my friend. The Jets' defense, were you shocked that we couldn't – I mean, we really couldn't stop the Jags' offense until they got in the red zone, a very bimbado break. Were you shocked that we didn't get more pressure on Trevor Lawrence? We only had one sack on him the whole game. Man, I feel like this defense is very – it's collapsing, man. It's just like it's getting exhausted because they're on the field all the time. So how can I really blame the defense, man? It's like they stopped them to 19 points, stopped the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions are usually – Scoring 30 points, they held them to what 20 points, 19 points. I forgot what the score was, but um, mm-hmm. tonight was 19 points exactly. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, man, it's like every time they get a stop, then then the offense get out there, they can't get a first down, then they're back out there. So they're overly tired. So it's just like you know, mm-hmm. and they got a lot of weapons as well too. So obviously, it's just like you know, the defense can't help to um to yeah. a certain extent because it's like they're on the field. Most of the time, it's just and, – and, yes, they are slipping. I'm, I'm saying that as well, too, because they, they definitely need to step up a lot more. I, I believe a lot of, um you know, they was running the ball on us as well, too. They was getting – Yeah, they're targeting, they right, Basically what they're doing, they're targeting the linebackers. They're, they're going to the middle. They're um they, they basically – you could tell they watched them on the Patriots, the Lions game, mm-hmm. and – and and partly the Bills game as well too because they're targeting the linebackers. They're not really targeting the um their wide receivers because they're they're throwing it out fast. They don't want um yeah yeah they're getting our defense off balance and stuff, throwing it out fast. And and that's how you stop our defense because our linebackers because they're overly tired because they're out there all the time. So it's just like we need some progression on offense to help the defense as well too. It yeah. has to be a balance. Yeah. So my final question, uh, you know, for you, Val, you're bringing the heat right now. My final question for you is if Mike White cannot go against Seattle, where are you turning to for the Jets quarterback situation? Are you going oh, back Chris to Zach Tyler. Wilson? Oh, you're oh, going straight no. to Strebler. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with Zach Wilson. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm done with Zach Wilson okay. and I'm done with Joe Douglas. I mean, I'm, Joe, I'm done with um, Joe, Joe Flacco as well, too. Because the thing okay. is, man, Joe um Joe Flacco, you have to have a good offensive line. If you don't have a great offensive line, he's like a statue back there. If nothing isn't working, he's gonna just throw the ball away, or it's gonna be, you know, he's gonna either throw it to a wide receiver or he's gonna throw an interception. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. we, we've seen this rodeo a lot of times, but uh, we need some we need some um new style, you know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, going with Chris. So give me give me oh, Mike. give me your final score prediction for the game, Jets. At Seattle Seahawks, you know, we got to go against the 12th man as well. What is your final score prediction? Who do you think wins? Oh, Who do you Gino's think loses? How do you think game. it ends up? Geno's revenge game. So best believe Geno didn't forget. <laughs> so uh, What's the score? Um, we, didn't, all right, so we didn't beat the, the Lions. We didn't beat the Jaguars. And we're going to go against this heavy defense in the Seahawks. And we don't know who's going to be the quarterback. So um, I'm going to say, man – it's going to be probably 10 to 24, and it's going to be the Ooh. Seahawks. But if Mike oh. plays, we're going to win the game. 
Yeah, we're on a four-game losing streak. I I said if Mike White, White Mike White, if we're gonna win, I feel like we could win the game. But if Mike White doesn't play the play this game, then we're gonna ultimately lose this game because they they have a lot more energy with Mike White as a quarterback. Yeah. So all right, I gotta slide off, man. All right, I gotta slide off. You have yourself a good night, my friend. You too, man. I needed this. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What good one, man. All right. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in again, everyone. We will get to everybody. Please be patient when you call in. For all my new callers, I can see you. Don't call in a hang-up. Call in a hang-up. I can see you. You're on the line, and believe me, I will get to you, all right? Again, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, like the stream as well with your friends, or share the stream, excuse me, with your friends and your family uh, across your social media platforms and as well. And, again, this is breaking news here. Uh, New York Jets wide receiver uh, Miles Austin, wide receiver coach Miles Austin, has been suspended, okay, for, uh, you know, gambling. Now, again, it's, it's not clear. There's no indication that Austin bets on games as a coach. Uh, in the NFL, but he bet on other sports. So he's not betting on NFL games, but he betted on other sports, uh, which violates the NFL uh, personal gambling policy. Um, again, he was doing wagers from a legal mobile account on some table games, some non-NFL professional sports games. That is what got him suspended. So, again, this news is just breaking. We are live while this is going on, so we're just moving and shaking and popping with the topic. So we're going to be speaking about that a little bit tonight as well. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jake. Jake, I'm coming directly to you. I know he's got some hot takes. Jake, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. For those of you that don't know Jake, he's a Jake, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Jake, we see uh, Zach Wilson had a tough performance yesterday against the Jaguars. What are your thoughts on what you saw out there from him? And is his time here with the New York Jets done, in your opinion? Is anyone surprised? Like, wholeheartedly, is anyone surprised about last night? That's what I like to ask. I mean, I didn't think he would play that bad. That was terrible. I mean, the lack of confidence, balls all over the place, in the dirt. He just looked like he wanted to just go into a shell and hide. I mean, that was really bad. And you could also see that the offense just couldn't get anything together behind him. Hono's entire career. Ryan Lee, 2.0. Wow. That is what he is. That is what he is. Arrogant, immature, overrated, period. That is mm. what he is. And I I cannot find anybody here that will tell me otherwise. I have okay. watched this kid for two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. And find one game. I, I can't believe I have to say this again and again mm-hmm. and again. He has not played one complete football game from the whistle being blown at kickoff to the end of the mm-hmm. game, shaking hands. Not one yeah. single game. Okay. So everybody wants to talk about, look, it was the team struggle. You know what? Mm-hmm. I don't blame this defense at all. 
They got a turnover last night. That first drive, which the game was over after that first drive, where Zach Wilson literally should have scored a touchdown and went backwards. That set the tone for how bad you knew the night was going to go. Yeah, I mean, it was rough after that. Again, the New York Jets also struggled to run the football. I mean, Stribler was actually the Jets' leading rusher. I think he had 54 yards rushing. The next uh, rusher that was close to him was uh, it was Ty Johnson with seven yards today. I mean, the Jets' offensive line struggled as well with the, with the Jags' defensive line, which was a confusing spot because the Jags were so beat up defensively, especially with their front. Were you surprised? to see that as well. Were you surprised to watch Fant struggle the way that he did and Tomlinson struggle the way that he did as well, getting these guys blocked? Two weeks, we've had no run game. Who was the quarterback? And how yeah. was the run game during the week, two weeks with Mike White? Yeah. Anyone seeing a kind of a difference here? It's the lack of motivation, guys. It's the fact that they went into training camp and knew that this kid was not the answer. They mm-hmm. gave up on him. And they have every right to give up on it. And I know it sounds pathetic and sad to say that, but they gave up on Zach Wilson. And they were not – they did not want him on that field, and that's what happened. The defense hmm. gave up after that first drive. I'm going to keep saying this all night long. After that yeah. first drive, to set the tone, Zach Wilson did not deliver, and that it was just a continuous night of – balls in the ground, into the dirt, out the field, couldn't get out of pressure. Listen, this offensive line has had its issues. I've said that all year, and I will keep saying it. Mm-hmm. But you can see the difference in body language and tone all across mm-hmm. the board when he's played the last two weeks. Because they could have yeah. spent weeks watching him in, ca- in practice when he was in the reset, whatever on earth we want to even call that at this point. I don't even know what it was. Um mm-hmm. They would have saw the improvements, and they clearly saw nothing. So they knew that, you know, this was going to be a complete, you know, cluster blank with mm-hmm. him on the field. So, yeah. you know, I, as much as I want to go on this call tonight to ridicule the defense and the rest of the team, I don't blame them. I really just don't yeah. blame them. And I think the line – I will say this, what the Jaguars did – well, mm-hmm. you watched the you watched the franchise quarterback we could have had, guys. So all you lovely fans that wanted to be fans, I hope you still enjoyed that win. I hope you enjoyed that well, win to the bank. I hope you go well, to your well, grave so. with that that win. But the reality here is that this is what you get, and you let well, a pro oh, day of a deep arm. No, I'm not done. You let a deep no, arm. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Jake. Hold on, hold on, Jake. That is not That's the, that is not the only that was not the only choice though, Jake. That was not the only choice. Because Justin Fields could have been the guy for us as well. And we passed on him too. So I look, I get it. I, I get it. Yes, I wanted Justin Fields. I know there's a lot I of wanted Justin Fields. I'm an Ohio Lord. State fan. But you know I he's not the him. only guy in the in the in the uh in the draft that succeeded there. So before I let you go, Jake, because the lines are hot, two one eight will be coming to you shortly, so prepare yourself. Now, this situation going forward, all right, we're sitting here right now. If Mike White cannot go against the Seattle Seahawks, where do you turn at quarterback? Are you in favor of going back to Strebler and having him start if Mike White can't go, or are you turning to Joe Flacco? Well, Mike White's going to get clear. They've already indicated that he's going to play next week. Okay. It's, it's like 90% sure he's playing. And if it's anybody else, I don't really care. I don't really care. 
because that team's mm-hmm. not going to play hard at all the next two weeks. Strebler's mm-hmm. not a starter, man. Strebler's, Strebler's not a starter. Joe Flacco has given up on football completely. And mm-hmm. just watching Zach Wilson, I think I'd rather watch the Golden Girls than watch him play a game right now. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So before I let you go, man, give me your final score prediction for the upcoming game against Seattle. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Um, you know, unless uh, – is, wait, is um, – what's that guy? K.U. Kwambwe, whatever that guy was that punched Geno Smith. Can we just get him back? That actually might get me the score in some back. But the Come score, on, man. Joe, 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 we're, I don't, we're going to lose. We're going to lose 28 to 10. All right, there you go. Give get something to say. All right. 28 to 10, Mary, he's taking yeah. Seattle. Listen, Jake, I got to slide off. This is not the cold in the stockings of people. So listen, happy holidays <laughs> to everybody. I know I'm not joyous, but I've been right about this for two yeah. years. So yeah. let's, let's get – you know what, guys? Let's get Aaron Rodgers. Let's get Aaron Rodgers. Right. I'm actually on board getting Aaron Rodgers, or we go after Mike White mm-hmm. for another two years. That's what I would do. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk well, about yeah, we'll the season. What... I give a call to yeah. Green Bay. I certainly give a call I've, to Green Bay this offseason. All right. We'll see. Thank you, Jake, for calling in. We've got to slide off. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right. Happy holidays. Same to you. Happy holidays. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Listen, we want to hear again. Today, Miles Austin, Jets wide receiver coach, been suspended by NFL violating the gambling policy. All right, he didn't bet on NFL games, but he's betting on other sports as a coach in the NFL. They can't have that. That violates the policy. So we're going to two one eight. Two one eight coming directly to you, North Carolina, Ronald, other callers. Hold on. We're going directly to two one eight. Area code two one eight, you called in, you're looking like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts on what you saw from New York Jets against the Jaguars. Hey, Big Joe, if, you, if, you, if this is me, it's, it's Jesse. I've actually called to the to the show before. I'm actually a big fan. It's just it's probably a different number from what I called from last time, man. How you doing? I'm all right, Jesse. It's good to hear from you, my friend. Now, listen, Jets coming off of a tough loss to the Jaguars on Thursday night primetime, man. A lot of people ready to throw Zach Wilson just completely out of Jersey. <laughs> what oh, I what are your thoughts about his situation, man? Is he done here? In New York, is he right. done with the Jets, in your opinion? Well, real quick, I want to address the Miles Austin thing. It's I, I just it's weird to me. Their, their betting gambling thing is so inconsistent, especially now uh, since they have the DraftKings contract. Um, mm-hmm. So I, it's going to be interesting to kind of hear more news about it because, um, Cal, of course, Calvin really got suspended for the year for gambling. Yeah, he did. Um, and it doesn't sound like he was suspended. He, he, like, he wasn't even betting on his own team. Um, I know that was the big thing in baseball, which is what happened to Pete Rose. And then, of course, that whole thing is a mess. Um, so, yeah, for for Austin's sake, I hope we hear more. Um, because it doesn't seem like these guys sometimes get a second chance after they're suspended for gambling, even though everyone seems to have a contract with, like, DraftKings or, or gambling sites of those natures. So I, it, it is confusing. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as that's concerned, you know, being being from Brooklyn and then moving to Minnesota, so that's where the 218 number is. Um, I moved mm-hmm. to Minnesota, so I'm surrounded by NFC North fans, you know, Packer fans, Bear fans, mm-hmm. Lion fans. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, Viking fans. And and I, I get the chance to watch a lot of football. I mean, a lot of football the last 10 years. Uh, college, high school, NFL. And I was I was never high on Zach to begin with. But I thought, you know, when, when we drafted the kid, I went, okay, if, if they can do something as far as, like, get a veteran quarterback in there already – you know, God rest Greg Knapp's soul. What a tragedy that mm-hmm. was. But you, yeah. you you probably knew you needed a, a more veteran um, quarterback coach, quarterback developer than a Matt Calabrese, who was also going to be in his first year. Um, mm-hmm. Because I remember watching that first game against Carolina, and I love the flash plays, but I'm like, man, he the kid looks a little lost out there. And mm-hmm. – you know, my thought was, like, you know, I might be right. They need to go get a veteran. You know, maybe just sit him and, you know, you develop him. Because uh, coming out of college, he reminded me a lot of, of Aaron Rodgers. And I said that in the sense that Aaron got to sit behind one of the greatest of all time for two years, and they just developed his game. They just developed mm-hmm. his throwing motion. They developed his footwork. Um, and, of course, you know, these are issues we're dealing with with Zach, you know, through these two seasons, right? And yeah. I don't, you know, and I just, I don't think he's ever been, get, you know, he was thrown in there, hey, you're going to just kind of learn on the job. But, I, you know, and I love the coaching staff. I don't want, I, I love Robert Sala. I, I don't think he needs to go anywhere. And I'm not going to be the caller to come in today and get on the defense. They just didn't have it yesterday. I'm not, you know, I'm, it, it is what it is. But when it yeah. comes to just Zach, period, this is to me, you know, I, I, if I, you know, to me, I, I just don't think we should ever draft a quarterback again. And here's what I mean: we're kind of three for three on this. Wow. Uh, Mark, really? Yeah, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, we're we three for three to. on this. You know, uh, Mark well, Sanchez ended up not working out long term. Um, yeah. We've seen what happened with Darnold. I mean, you know, he played his best year with us in his rookie year with a defensive coach. We quote unquote got a offensive guy and Adam Gates who should have been out the league at that point, and he completely ruined a full football team, including the quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's looked a lot better in Carolina. I, I, I get it. No Jeff fans watch Carolina here's games. The, here's so the thing, no Jeff. Here's the thing, and I, I don't mean to cut yeah. you off, but here, here's the thing about it. No, we, no. When we talk about when we talk about getting young guys in here, right? Those are completely right. different situations of why those things fell sure. apart. Mark fell apart. That was a different general manager. There was a different reason why Sam didn't work out here. He fell apart. But when you look at the situation with Zach Wilson, it's completely different. Everything is set up around him here for, to succeed, from the coaching to the protection to the weapons. There's no excuse. Now, sometimes things just don't work out. And to this point, I'm not throwing Zach Wilson away. I want to make this clear. I don't think they're still, they're still going to work with him. But to this point, he's not working out. Maybe well, he well, just wasn't here's the, the guy. Here's, I think that's what he, maybe he just wasn't a, the guy, but I don't yeah, think that means that you turn off. I don't think that means that you turn off uh, going after other young quarterbacks in the draft because you have to at some point get a young guy in to lead your franchise. So I think well, that I'm the not, New York Jets not, will I'm bring in. Saying, hold on a second, Jesse. I think that New York Jets will bring in a young or will bring in some veteran quarterbacks. They will do that this year for a competition standpoint. But I don't think that they're going to stop trying to find a young guy, even if it's drafting a young guy later on in the later rounds of this upcoming draft. Give me your thoughts on that. I'll give you the final word. So, because so, here's the thing. Uh, and the big reason I said that before I get out of here, by the way, I, love, I always love your show. I do listen a lot. I just Thank don't get you. the chance to call in all the time. Um, 
But yeah, the, the reason I said that is I, I do believe, you know, after seeing Chino Smith this year for sure, and I, now, like I said, like, like you said, you are right. The, all the situations are different, but this is now a 10 year span. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. you know, one of the big things, and I, it's something I would like you to check out and all other Jeff fans to check out is, is Mike Florio talking about, you know, the NIL deals and how that's shaping these younger quarterbacks nowadays because they really don't need the draft money coming out of college, mm-hmm. you know, nowadays. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, the best thing to me, because, you, know, you know, I'm listening to all, your, all the call, other callers, and, and I'm with mm-hmm. you. I would not discard him. He's only 22, 23, but if, yeah. if, if, if you have to trade him, you know, you, you, might, you might have no choice at this point but to trade him and allow him to see if he's going to be successful elsewhere and go get and see if Tom Brady has a good year in him. Um, Aaron Rodgers, maybe you have him for two years. So, you know, we'll have a shot at the Super Bowl, um, but you're going to mm-hmm. give up your first pick to go get him. <laughs> but, you know, but, but the, I, thing, like I said, the thing is, though, with trading you, we might be minority in the Jets fans that are looking to trade him. I know that there's a lot of Jets fans talking about possibly trading Zach Wilson, but the big thing is, is what exactly are you going to get for him? We only got what a second round, a second round pick. You might get a second well. round that turns into a first at best. Why would you? Why would you get? Who would trade a second round pick for Zach Wilson? He has shown that he can't capably run an offense on any level. Why? What would you get? Anybody who has a veteran a would for Zach Wilson, huh? Right. That again? Uh, I, so I was saying any offense, like it's been rumored, uh, you know, the guy here in Minnesota, Kevin Sullivan, or. Uh, Coach Sullivan, Coach Coach Kevin, who actually, of course, was one of our QB coaches at one point, um, you know, was actually high on sack as well. Of course, they got they got a guy, a veteran guy, that they're going to have at least one yeah. more year in Kirk Cousins. So I mean, yeah, here's, they're, here's they're the one that, who could do it. Here's the deal, though. Even if we're talking about that, you see him currently in the NFL right now. He can't get it done. They may have been interested in him right. in college. I, I know uh, Sullivan and all those things. But when you see him and he cannot read defenses and everything is coming out slow, and again, we talk about Zach failing here, but guess what? Every other quarterback that we've put in, whether it be Flacco, Josh Johnson, uh, Chris Strebler, or Mike White, they have all looked better in this offense than Zach Wilson has. That's a fact. And I don't disagree, well, I don't disagree yeah. with you, so but, I, but I am yeah. saying, like, if, if, if he's not working out here, then you, you almost have to look at different options, especially with how the, the, most of the fan base feels about him at this point. I don't know how, yeah. even if you develop him in the offseason, you bring him back. Yeah. Well, I think what they'll probably do again is, and again, I, we're, we'll be talking about this as, as time goes on because it's a year-round right. show and we'll be discussing. I think more than likely right. you'll see them bring in, you'll see them bring in some veteran quarterbacks for a QB competition. He'll be within the competition. But honestly, if they can keep Mike White, or if they go out and get a veteran, I know people talk about Lamar and, and Aaron Rodgers, and those are phenomenal options. I don't know how likely that is, right? Because I remember Lamar people screaming about Deshaun Watson. I why he keeps getting mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people, yeah, people were screaming about Deshaun Watson, and that didn't work out. But I think Derek Carr, Jim, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is all, as well. It will be poss- possibly could be in that mix as well. And we'll see what comes out in the scrum when they have that quarterback competition. But right, I think, right, 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 right. you know, Zach Wilson will probably be a backup quarterback here. We'll see what we can get out of him. But I got some callers, Jesse, and I got to slide off. But before I let you go, give me your final score <laughs> prediction. Get Seattle, Seattle Seahawks. What's your score prediction for there? Who do you think wins? Who do you think well, wins? How do you think the game end up taking. I think getting away from home from the whole team will probably be good these last two weeks. 
Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. say Jets. Uh, I'm going to say Jets 20, Seahawks 17. I think we will steal this game in Seattle. Okay, Jesse taking the Jets. Yeah. Jesse, listen, I got to slide off. It was great to speak to you. I know you say you listen to the show. I want to have you call in more. I really like your takes, man. You bet, man. You have a great Christmas. Absolutely. Same thing to you. Happy holidays to you as well. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. All right. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy from North Carolina, Ronald Perry. Other callers. We'll get to you in a second. I know this guy has a perspective. Listen, salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Hey, Joe. Boy, oh, boy. Happy holidays, man. <laughs> yeah, the same Wilson to you, looked, Joe. Zach Wilson looked terrible. Terrible. Against, yes. Oh, boy. Against the Jaguars. I mean, to be honest, it was a car wreck. Oh. <laughs> it was bad. It was real bad. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson's performance against the Jaguars, and do you think it's over for him here in New York with the Jets? How are you doing, Joe? It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I had to, I was good mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to get in with you tonight, and the time between us is really good. So I've got to say yeah. this. Um, I actually had a, a rare opportunity to watch the Jets uh, last night, and uh, it's good the game was on prime time. <laughs> you know, I got fire stick. So I went on and got Amazon Prime because I was trying to look mm-hmm. for the game and other sources how to get the game. I, I kind of panicked, and the game was in motion. I was missing the time, and I said, oh, I'm going to try this yeah. Amazon Prime. I see that pop up, yeah. and it was, it was showing the game, you know, look, you know, still image of the, the Jets and uh, the um, – The Jaguars. The Jaguars, and I said, let me click on and see what happens. So I got the uh, 30-day trial, so I said, let me watch the game and uh, – <laughs> I think my impression of it is that Zach looked like a, a beaten man. He just looked like psychologically and spiritually, he just he just looks beaten. I think it's that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing wrong with Zach. I think it's from the neck up, from the neck yeah. down. He may be one of the most talented. He, he's the most talented quarterback the Jets have ever had, maybe in their history. Wow! But from the okay. neck up, spiritually, it's just it's it's lacking. You can see it. You can see it. I think about. When I was a kid growing up, you know, uh, a towering figure who was a very big influence on my childhood, man, Mr. Reginald Martinez Jackson. And when he came to New York and George Steinbrenner signed him to that big contract and the media started coming down on him, how much pressure there was on Reggie. And he did Mm -hmm. something in 1977, I think the year was, 78, that was unprecedented. He hit Mm -hmm. three home runs on three consecutive pitches. When I think about that, I try to wrap my mind around that, the level you had to be on. They hit three home runs on three consecutive pitches. And do you know the last one he hit was at the top of the staircase in Yankee Stadium, straight away center field. You know that black, that black imaging, you know, for, to cover the background so the hitter could see? He hit that yeah. ball to the top of the staircase. That's a different level Ooh. of – what it is, it's just, the, it's just that mentality – that focus, that level of uh, – it's more spiritual. Some people have it and some people don't. I've got to admit in my life I face face challenges as well. <laughs> when I've been stressed dealing with the challenges of life and uh, 
Mm-hmm. When I uh, became homeless for the first time, and I had to dig dig, dig down and do some soul searching at 40 years old, being all of a sudden being homeless, I'm like, wow, this is uh, quite a challenge for me. But somehow I just had a, had a plan and a focus. That's what Zach's got to have, a plan and focus. So what I did the last, uh, I think within the last day or so, last couple of days, I, good, I have YouTube and I have my Wi-Fi connection. I start taking a look into the past. It's a video on YouTube. I recommend you take a look at it. It's a football life, Bill Walsh. And I took a mm-hmm. look back at the San Francisco 49. The video is 53 minutes and 12 seconds long. Interesting that a Jet fan would go look at the 49ers because we're in a West Coast offense. You know, the yeah. floor and, and the Shanahan's and the tree of the people Shanahan that came office. out of that system. And I remember when yeah. I was a kid in the 1980s watching the 49ers. You know, it was interesting. You know, it seemed like a different world, the NFC at that time, watching up them gold helmets. I said, who is this team? And they, they seemed really exceptional at what they were doing. Zach needs to study this. He needs to study Bill Walsh. He needs to study Joe Montana. Studies the all-time great. When people ask him this question, he got the answer wrong. He said Tom Brady. No, it's Joe Montana. That's the mm-hmm. one you study. I took a look at some of that video, and they showed some of the pass he was throwing. It was incredible. He was hitting over receivers in stride, literally like he could have handed it to him or stuck his arm mm-hmm. out, and they ran past him and took the ball. Never broke stride. You look at those passes, it was brilliant. It was brilliant stuff. And this is the stuff that, that Zach needs to learn. He needs to study the game, be a student, study the uh, players of the past, study the culture, even though the, the version of the West Coast that's being run now is not the original version, but still there's something to be taken from it because it was a very complex system. You know, they were yeah, very innovative yeah. for its time, you know? Yeah, listen, and I, and I hear you. And he has reached out to quarterbacks you know, within the league. I know he reached out to, like, Kurt Warner. I think it was Drew Brees and a couple others as well to kind of pick their brains on the situation. I know he has a very, you know, uh-huh. solid relationship with Aaron Rodgers as well. We all know that. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and I'm sure yeah. he's reaching out to them, but it it just seems like something – it's not clicking. And I think what the biggest issue is yeah, yeah. is that, especially with the Shanahan offense, it's about timing. It's about hitting the, hitting guys in space getting the ball so they – get them the ball so they can eat up the yak yards. And when I watch Zach That's Wilson, right. which, is, which is, you know, when I watch Zach Wilson compared to when I watch Mike White or any other, even Strievler, to be completely honest, last night, they're making quick decisions. Mike White yes. drops back. He knows where the ball is going. He's checked. Oh, uh-huh. it's out of his hands immediately. Everything's out of his hands. That's right. It seems like everything from Zach is, um, is late. All of it is late. That's right. He's late on everything. Part of that, with that system. I don't get it. What, what, what is your right. Why do you it's, think that is? What, why do you think everything from Zach it, Wilson is so late coming out of his hands? Is it the mental stuff? It's anticipatory. It's anticipatory. Every the great NFL quarterbacks understand that. It's anticipatory. The Dan Marino's had it. The Joe Montana's had it. You know, all the great quarterbacks have that. It's that, it's that feel, instinctive feel. Obviously, it's a lot of practice time in. It's a lot mm-hmm. of film study, film breakdown with the coaches. It's being able to tie all that in and visualize it. It's like literally you sit down like a kid. You close your eyes, and I do this sometimes. Sometimes we forget that. It's a form of magic. You forget yeah. to try to visualize what you want to happen and see it happen and believe in what you're looking at in your mind. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing Zach yeah. needs to do to try to get it and then go on the field and apply that. 
and try to see if he can capture that spirit, that magic. And all of a sudden, once it clicks, it'll keep clicking for him. Right now, it's not clicking. Yeah. His timing is messed up. He, he, like you said, he's mm-hmm. holding the ball too long. He's eating the ball. It's timing. It's feel. You know, it's not like, you know, trying to throw every pass hard. It's a flick. It's throwing darts. And it's just a yeah. flick. Just yeah. let it go. Timing. Release point. You know, put the ball where you need to put it. Anticipatory feel. It's like he's just lacking that. He sometimes they say he's throwing the ball too hard, and and then when he does mm-hmm. take something off, and he's floating it into double coverages. It's just, uh, it's a real mess right now. I'm very very concerned about uh, Zach Wilson's future. Two two players on this Jet team I'm the most concerned about right now. One of them is Zach Wilson, and it's the other one I call the prototype Makai Beckton. That's because of injuries. Yeah, you know, we know he can play. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but That's sticking it. with Zach Wilson, sticking with Zach yeah, Wilson, yeah, yeah. how much when you look at the situation, you know, with him and the offense and things yeah. not clicking like they should, to, particularly with him, how much of that is on Mike Lafleur? Because we often kind of talk about Mike Lafleur's play calling needing to be adjusted a bit more for his style of how he wants to play football, how how Zach Wilson plays football, what he succeeds at. What do you think Michael Flores to blame for Zach Wilson not working out here so far? Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I think he could have incorporated more design runs, more of a Steve Young version of it, where that is closer to Steve Young than a Joe Montana. He does have the ability to scramble, the ability to run. Maybe they could get him getting going that way. You know, incorporate a couple of early design runs, see how see how he feels with that, and see if we can get him going. A mixture of Design runs, RPO, mm-hmm. bootlegs, and then a few design plays where you have him stand in the pocket and just see see if he can really start putting it together. You know that combination of mm-hmm. elements of scrambling, bootlegs, yeah. design runs, RPO, and some pocket design plays just to see if he can get that timing down, get the feel, and get comfortable. You're right. You're mm-hmm. absolutely correct. Maybe they could have got him going mm-hmm. in that way, but I think maybe too with um. With our coaches staff, maybe they're a little, you know, set in their ways or have their vision about how they want to execute it. You never know how it is behind yeah. the scenes, you know. Maybe Zach might be a little yeah. afraid, a little nervous about saying anything to the coaches or talking too much, you know. It's, you know, suggesting, uh, you know, uh, coach, can you put in a few design runs? Maybe he's just trying to do what they tell him to do and run what they tell him to run. But you're, you're correct, though. And uh, your analogy of the whole situation, absolutely right. I wish they would incorporate yeah. more runs and, and try to get him going that way. You know who did that? Buffalo. Buffalo did yeah. that with Josh Allen. The first couple of years of his, his career, fact. you notice they were design run. Same thing with Baltimore and Lamar Jackson. They didn't kick Lamar Jackson yeah. in the pocket. They let him run. They let him scramble. They let him uh, play safe, bootleg, do all of that to get him going. And then slowly by the third year, fourth year, those two quarterbacks almost coincide their development, where one is an MVP mm-hmm. and one is a, a contending MVP in Josh Allen to be the best quarterback in the league. It takes time mm-hmm. for quarterbacks like that when they're a little bit on the raw side, they're a little unpolished. The footwork in it mm-hmm. isn't always there. The mechanics, it takes a little time to incorporate that to where you can break them down and get them into that mode to where they're more of a complete passer. You look at the ev- evolution of uh, Josh Allen. That's proof of that. That's proof yeah. of that. At least in our mean, division, as negative as it's been for us, at least we got to see it firsthand what it's like to see a quarterback grow and evolve, and he's done just yeah. that, and I just hope that Zach can figure it out. Yeah, I, I think what's tough, and, and, and I, I, I go back and forth with a lot of Jets fans, and 
we talk about that. And we'll, we'll get to Kevin in just a second, 405. We'll come to you in a second. Ronald Perry, all the guys, we'll, we'll get to you guys. This is just such a phenomenal conversation. Listen, yeah. I, I, I go back and forth with a lot of Jets fans that immediately bring up Josh Allen, and I get it. The running, the all the other stuff, but Josh Allen is built a lot different than Zach Wilson. Josh Allen is what six four, yeah. six five. It's a big dude. Oh yeah, that he's a monster. Take on backers. He'll drop a shoulder. The arm strength is out of this world. Like I get it, and I just yeah. don't feel that that is what Zach Wilson is. And it's tough because again, we saw him get hurt this off season or in the preseason, excuse me, against the Eagles. He was running in, made a cut. Knee jacked yes, up. He was. <laughs> you know, here we are. I don't think he's <laughs> yeah, going yeah. to get banged around like that. But again, the like you said, they started the game with an RPO. Honestly, he pulled it back and kept running. Oh, yeah. They tried to roll it out. But his lack of accuracy from the pocket, especially again, the game plan when you face Zach Wilson defensively is the same now that it was the day that he stepped on the NFL field for the first time. Stack the box, stop the run, and yes. just try That's to, right. and just say, hey, Zach, beat us with your arm, and he'll never do it. He'll never do it. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's what you see. That's right. So my final, my final question before I let you go, because we got callers, man. And you know, I love talking to you about this football team. Give me your Same thoughts here. on what you saw. Give me your thoughts what you saw about this defense, man. Because they were bend but don't break. But we saw Ingram go off for a hundred and I think he had like a hundred and over a hundred yards catching the football. We saw Trevor Lawrence moving and shaking. We couldn't. We got one sack on him. I mean, were you surprised? that the Jags' offense was moving so fluidly around the Jets' defense and able to really rack up the yards. We gave up a 96-yard drive against them as well. What were your thoughts about the defensive efforts of the Jets uh, last night against the Jags? I'll give you the final word on that. It wasn't, it wasn't as good as I would have expected, but I think what is, what's happening with quarterback, it may be having a domino effect on this defense. I think from yeah. a spiritual standpoint, I think maybe they were uh, discouraged by uh, Wilson's performance, and I think it's possible maybe some of that spilled over in the defense might have started lapsing a little bit, start breaking down mm-hmm. a little bit uncharacteristically. We know this unit is a, is a top-tier unit. I think they need a, a safety that can come downhill and crack people and at the same time have the ball skill to, uh, to cover, to match up on receivers. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the missing elements to me, the Jordan Battle, who's in next year's draft, mm-hmm. is one of my top-tier uh, prospects I've been looking at heavily. I think is the missing piece to this defense being even more ferocious and uh, even scarier than it was at times mm-hmm. this year. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an odd situation. Again, when you see Zach Wilson, yeah. that, this entire team plays with no confidence. You see it. You saw yeah, the spark, that. honestly, when, when Strebler came back, but it was tough. So before I let you go, my friend, this is a phenomenal conversation. Sure. Before I let you go. Give me uh, your final score prediction. Jets, Seahawks coming up. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? Uh, I'll say this. If Mike White plays, I think we'll bounce back and win. I can see us winning 20, I say 2016. I think with a better defensive outing uh, and Mike White's presence would kind of settle this team down, his stability, his leadership, his maturity. I hope he plays. Mm-hmm. I think we win. If he yes. plays, we're going to break that losing streak, and we're going to probably go okay. and win the next couple of games and, and close the season on a good note. Okay, listen, he's taking the Jets. <laughs> listen, my friend, I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yeah, same here, Joe. You take care. It's always a pleasure.
Absolutely. You have yourself a good one. Happy holidays to you, man. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, be patient. We'll get to everybody. Lines is hot. There's a lot of stuff going on with the Jets, you know. We're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs as well. I want to put this out there. There's still some type of chance. There's a lot of things that have to go our way, but, uh, you know, the door's not completely closed yet. I'll just say that, you know, factually speaking. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Kevin, 405. Ronald Perry, we come to you next. Other callers as well. We're coming to Kevin. Listen hey, to you, Kevin. <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you feeling you today? Me? And give me your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Merry Christmas to you and everybody listening and to all Jets fans out there, first and foremost. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Happy holidays to you as well. What are your thoughts, sure. man? Uh, Listen, Zach know, Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson yeah. looking bad against the Jags. I mean, what was your analysis of him, and do you think that he's done here in New York? Uh, I, I, I wanted to support him. I was rooting for him, but, but he's done. Uh, and mm. now, with that being said, I don't think – I think 70 for, 75% of it is on him, uh, because, mm. especially because of what against New England that really uh, really upset the locker room and, and uh, caused a stink in the locker room, so to speak. Um, at the mm-hmm. same time, there does some blame on the organization and Michael LaFleur. It's obvious that the whole pocket passing scheme does not fit Zach Wilson. Obviously, Michael mm-hmm. White is more, is more in tune with that, and that fits. You're trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Now, you go to Chicago mm-hmm. – uh, Justin Fields is kind of the same type of quarterback as Zach Wilson is. And from what I've heard, uh, the Bears have basically changed their offense to go to Justin Wilson, Justin Fields' strengths. Why haven't the Jets done that? If you look at the Detroit game early when Zach Wilson was doing bootlegs and rolling out, I mean, he was looking like a stud. So mm-hmm. why didn't he doing that? If it, you, you, you could see he was kind of getting into a rhythm a little bit. But I, I think the damage is done now. Uh, you cannot sell the Zach Wilson next year to the New York Jets fan base. I think that yeah. there's a 20%. I think there's a 20% chance that he stays because he's a he was the second pick in the draft. But here's the mm-hmm. situation: you either get rid of Zach Wilson, you either get rid of Michael Lafleur, or you get rid of both because you're trying to mix oil and vinegar with Zach Wilson. But still it, it, is it really and mixing oil and vinegar? Up. Because here's – and I don't mean to cut you off, Kev, because you, you're good. Is it really right. mixing oil and vinegar? I think the biggest issue is, and I understand wanting to roll out and all that stuff, and, and that's – you know, that definitely should be implemented within the game plan. And we saw a little bit of that last night. We saw the RPO yeah. early for him. We saw him rolling out constantly. But you can't call those plays 24 hours a day. At some point, he's got to be able to yeah. deliver from the pocket. And so the biggest question starts to become, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate here, when you look at Zach Wilson, even the rolling out stuff in the pocket, we saw him launch a football up. You know, if Corey Davis had not have broken that ball up, that would have been an interception. We're seeing him okay. missing guys. I don't think it's the play calling because guys are open. We, watched, we saw him miss Corey Davis wide open through a ball in the dirt. Garrett Wilson coming in on a slant, he would have been open. He threw the ball so far behind Garrett Wilson, he was basically throwing it to Jacksonville's corner. You know, so we see these throws to guys that are open. So the play calling clearly can't be the issue if these guys are open and there to be hit. 
it's got to be Zach Wilson and his lack of accuracy. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's yeah. what it starts to lean yeah. towards for me yeah. at some point. Look, yeah. I get he can get more rollouts and stuff, but how many of those can you call? At some point, this guy has to be able to deliver from the pocket. Right, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Uh, with that being said, I still don't think the, the offensive scheme fits his skill set. With that being said, everything you said is accurate. Mm. Uh, that confidence is gone. And so I think mm. from uh, – and then in the New York market, to be honest, for his sake – I think he needs to go somewhere else. He might be, he might flourish wow. somewhere else, but he okay. might, he might never know. Cause look at Jared Goff. Ja- I thought Jared Goff was, go- was done when the Rams let yeah. him go. And now look at him in Detroit. So it, it could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, would that yeah. be said for his, for whatever psychological, whatever's left in his mind, whatever belief he has in himself, it, it's better for him to go somewhere else. And honestly, they just need to go ahead and take that L and move on from him. Uh, they need to rebuild the offensive line because that's that's part mm. of the problem. Uh, the offensive yeah. line—they almost got White. They almost got Mike White killed in Buffalo. So you don't yep. think Zach Wilson was that? Like, wow, they love him, but they almost got him killed. Imagine what's going to happen mm-hmm. when I get out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. uh, let's be honest. Um, and, and I feel bad. Uh, my son was upset because he really wanted Justin Fields instead of Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was neutral either way. Um, uh, I really, really wanted Zach Wilson to succeed, especially with what happened with Sam Donald and that disaster. Uh, I think what happened with Zach Wilson is worse because what, with Sam Donald, he was working with less talent. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach had more talent uh, on, in his tenure and uh, wasn't able to make it work, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're speaking the facts. Now, my next question for you, man, you look at this situation, the defense, we saw them get pushed around as well. The Jazz were able to put together drives. They gave up a 96-yard drive. They ran for 147 yards on the ground. What are your thoughts about what you saw the Jags come out and do to the Jets' defense? Well, uh, I, I do agree with the previous caller. I think having Zach Wilson out there kind of had a, an effect on the defense. With that being mm. said, Doug, Pe- Doug Peterson outcoached Robert Sutton last night. And uh, yeah. they and Jacksonville came in there after that big win against the Cowboys um, on the other day. They were feeling themselves. They were fired up. They came ready to play. They think that they've got a shot at the playoffs. And uh, it's it sad that at home, that defense came out as flat as it did. Um, yeah, this they're a bend, they're a bend but don't break defense, kind of like the Rex Ryan defenses of 2009 and 2010, but. Just like those defenses that lost the AFC title games, this defense plays well and makes tackles until it matters the most. And then yeah. when it matters the most, the defense has crumbled. And I know I made a comment to you about C.J. Mosley. That play and uh, what happened against the Lions. Mm-hmm. This defense, not, they're not a Super Bowl caliber defense. They might be a playoff caliber defense, but if you're going to be a Super Bowl caliber so? defense quarterback, you got to make stops when it matters, and they haven't I mean, been able to yeah. do that. And a lot of the mental mistakes that they've made over the course of the season. Well, I, look, I, I will say that, that they have, there have been mistakes that have been made, but I do think that this is a championship defense. I mean, when you look at, yes, it was a bad game against the Jags, but even though, even though the Jags were dancing up and down the field, they only scored 19 points. We're still in that game. Even with Zach playing as bad as he did, even with the offense not playing as well, 
I mean, we're constantly seeing them be able to make plays and keep us in games. Most of the games we yeah, lost, we're still within – even those two, two losses to the Patriots, with all the interceptions Zach was throwing off, that game was still there to be had because no, the I got you, playing so well. So, yeah, but I'll give you the last well, word on that. I, I disagree. I think the Jets do have a, a championship defense. I, I just think, uh, don't think it was necessarily the best night, but they held the Jags as well. Go ahead. But, but here's the thing. I noticed in the last few games – uh, when the when the opposing team gets the ball, they they drive the ball deep in the Jets' territory on the first mm-hmm. drive. It's happened last night. It happened against mm-hmm. Detroit. It's happened before. So yet again, mm-hmm. this defense they're a bend but don't break. But when it matters, they make. Ma- Look at John Franklin Myers again in the first Patriot game. Michael Carter gets that interception, gets that pick six. It could have been seventeen or three. Those are those are mistakes mental mistakes that championship caliber defenses do not make. And mm. I don't think that's the thing. I don't think they're a championship caliber defense because that's yeah, a game I they should have. I also think uh, that people lose sight as well. The Jaguars are a top 10 offense in this league, and the Lions are a very a top offense in this league as well. These aren't sure. like slouches. We're not, it's, it's not like we're coming out against these teams that don't put up points. The, the Lions were hot. I'm talking hot coming in against us. We only gave up 20 points to them. That was it. That's what happened in that game. Uh, we only gave up 20 points. We stopped them most of the game. We lost 20 to 17, yeah. not like 20 to 40. So I think a lot of people, when they look at this, and again, I, I, I get it, the, you know, the stops need to be there, but even when you're talking about driving deep, we're giving up field goals it, at that. We're not giving away like touchdowns. So it's still within but, – within reason for us to stay within the game. But if your offense is not putting things together and you're on the field all, all game, it's tough. It's tough to ask the defense to just not give up anything. Go ahead, Kevin. But no, and I understand that. But again, uh, but again, if we're, if you're a championship level defense in that Detroit game, that fourth and that fourth down, that was inexcusable. If you're a championship level defense, you may give up the first down to Detroit, but you're still not going to give up the touchdown. That's what I'm saying. When it matters the most, they don't. They don't get it done. Unfortunately, at least this year. Yeah. All right. I, I listen. I hear you, Kevin. Now, my next and final question for you: You're bringing some heat. What are your thoughts about Miles Austin, our wide receiver coach, being suspended <laughs> for violating the gambling policy? I mean, what's going on, man? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just I heard about that a couple of hours ago. Uh, yeah, I know it is what it is. But right now, I think the New York Jets have a. a Problems that are a lot deeper than Miles Austin getting suspended. They've got mm. a lot. They've okay. got a lot of things to deal with. More, much deeper problems than that at this point. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I hear you. So give me your give me your final score prediction, man. Jets, Seattle coming up. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? Well, uh, I, I'm going to agree with the caller before me. Uh, I think with Mike White there, it's going to give him a spark. And also, being away from New York is going to help. I think it will help them. And I'm gonna pick the Jets in the upset over the Seahawks, twenty to sixteen. Twenty to sixteen, Kevin. Listen, Kevin, I got to slide off. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Love your show. Uh, keep it up, man. Absolutely. Keep grinding. Thank you so much. Happy holidays to you and your family. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Yes, sir. All right. 
We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. This is hot, man. Again, I want to thank everybody for the support, all right? Keep things rolling. Zach Wilson falling apart against the Jaguars. You got Miles Austin, Jets wide receiver coach, getting suspended, gambling. Oh, boy. This is wild. This is wild. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Ronald Perry. Ronald, we're coming directly to you, all right? For those of you that do not know, Ronald, he's a savage. Ronald, seventh in the building. I want to listen. You already know. I told you, man, when you call in, let it be known, okay? Let it be known, all right? Listen, Zach Wilson falling apart against the Jags, man. What do you think about him at this point? His confidence is shot. Is there anything you believe the Jets could do to kind of get him to turn around at this point in his career? You know what, man? I'm not even going to tell you that I know exactly what they should do, but I'm just thinking, like, while he was playing yesterday, I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, they didn't even give nobody else a chance, you know, like, when they were recruiting this dude, they didn't give nobody else a chance. They had their mindset on Zach Wilson, like that's who they're going for. They didn't, they didn't mm. like look at nobody else. They just had to go for Zach Wilson, and obviously that was a big mistake. I don't know when had the Jets ever like made a good decision as far as as far as a QB goes. I'm, that, that's another story though. I'm not, I really I really don't know what to say about that. I mean we we obviously messed up on a QB again. Like well, whatever yeah. way you want to say, oh well, he just needs some more time to, you know, give him some more time, like some more another year or whatever the case may be. But you know what? In 2022, if it, if it, it, it takes this long, then I, I just don't think he's the answer, man. It's as simple as that. Wow. Look, I I hear you, Ronald. I hear you. There's a lot of Jet fans I've gone back and forth with to talk about how hey, they don't feel like he's the answer now. When you look at this situation going forward, right, if he's not the answer for you, do you think that coming up we'll see the New York Jets possibly bring in more veterans for a competition in the offseason? Or how do you think it's going to play out there? I know that's a little bit far away, far away, but do you think the Jets will probably go after some veterans, bring him in, and he'll be in the scrum within the QB competition? Or do you think it's going to be Mike White teams going forward? They're going to try to bring him back. How do you think the Jets will handle this quarterback situation going forward i i i just think that we should continue to give mike white a chance you know in the draft don't don't try to get a qb in the first round or like i'm that like for the most part that doesn't work obviously the jets mm. can't pick a qb so it's like let's let some a, a round or two go by and see if you could just grab a qb like even when they um we pick up that running back breeze hall you know, like, seriously, like, we didn't have to go pluck him out in the first round. He came around in the second round, and, like, that, and that's probably mm-hmm. the best running back in the game right now. You ask me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean, we'll see what happens. How much do you blame Mike LaFleur for Zach Wilson not working out here? Do you think he shares any blame on Zach Wilson's struggles within the offense? I, I think Mike LaFleur is, is a reason that our – Offense is playing our um the QBs the way it's like happening right now. I think he's like a big problem in it. 
like I I don't know why um you know like I don't I don't know the details or whatever but I just don't mm-hmm. think that he's the answer neither like damn I just don't know what's going on with the Jets like yeah damn, we can't catch a break what the hell is this I can't <laughs> I don't know man I really don't know listen I I hear you man it's a tough time now were you surprised that the Jets offensive line struggled so much against the Jaguars defensive front yesterday I mean they were getting pushed around we saw. George Fant get multiple penalties. We saw Thomason and Connor McGovern just getting bulldozed over by these guys, and they were missing a lot of their top defensive linemen. I mean, what are your thoughts about the performance of the Jets' offensive line? You know, I I was thinking about that too. I was like, yo, this this that's ridiculous because, like you said, like they were missing some key defenders and some key mm-hmm. um, linemen, and I'm thinking like, damn, how how are they getting pushed around like that? I mean, like, had Zach on the run, like seriously on the mm-hmm. run. I'm like, damn, that's that's this this is horrible, man. Like, what's really happening yeah. right now? I, I, I'm thinking, like, you yeah. know, I wonder if it's possibly like maybe they just don't want to play the Zach. I mean, is that what it yeah. is? Is it could it could it be that? Could it be just don't, don't want yeah. to play the Zach? I don't know. It, I really do it could not be a know, lack of well. confidence. It could be a lack of confidence. You you're absolutely speaking the truth now. My final question for you, man, because you bring in the heat. Give me your thoughts about the Jets only getting one sack against the Jaguars. I mean, didn't you think coming into this game that Carl Lawson and Quentin Williams and all Jermaine Johnson, all our guys would be able to get to Trevor Lawrence more than just once and bring him down? And like, like you know, that that confidence. I'm telling you, when they when they seen that that. Zach wasn't doing nothing, like some three and outs and wasn't really moving the ball. I mean, it's just like, I just, I think that plays like a effect that it, it does something to them mentally. Yeah. And they kind of yeah. don't really want to play for him and don't want to go out there. And I don't think that they gave up, but I just think that they're not playing as hard. And the other team, you know, they kind of, they got something on the line to play for. So they're going to play a little bit harder, especially when they notice that, our team is not playing hard, so you know they're gonna go a little bit harder. So it, it just uh, it just didn't add up for us. It was just bad, bad. You know what? I'm just thinking like you know this this year. I can't believe that Zach blew this year. And this was it was. I didn't think at the beginning of the year that we had something like possible like we had because we were like mm-hmm. six and two at one point. I, I didn't yeah. think that we were um we would we would do something like that. But when it did happen. I kind of figured that, um, you know, things would pick up and Zach would start playing better. But when I noticed that things weren't getting better, I'm like, wait a second. This is just not getting better for this dude. I don't understand why this yeah. cannot get better. I, I mean, yeah. like, it's, it, I don't know. we got to close the casket on this dude, I think. I mean, what else are you going to wow. do with him? Get, get another QB coach? Is that what it is? Nah, yeah. they I think they picked wrong. They picked wrong when they went and got Zach. Bottom line, they shouldn't have picked up Zach. I mean, but he's here, yeah. so you know, just got to deal with it now. But I'm just like, I, I don't know what they're gonna do, man. It's kind of like, yeah. basically, you made your bed, and I, I'm thinking like, damn, too bad it's gotta be my team that that did this yeah. right now, and we and we gotta lay yeah. this. So like, damn, man. But yo, what that, yeah. that's all I got. I don't really want to say nothing. Else. It's kind of frustrating, man. I don't really want to talk about this no more. But hey, yo, Joe, thanks for having me on, man. I do appreciate yes, it. Hey, and you know, hey, that's before, how it goes well, hold on, before you, before you go, 
Before you go, real quick, final score prediction, Jet Seattle. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up? Damn, I yeah. If I wish I knew who was, I wish I knew who was going to be the QB. I mean, it like, might be if it's Mike, Mike White. White, it might be Mike White. You know, that's what right I heard. Now, you know, they're talking about he's cleared. It's probably going to be Mike White. And you know what? If it's Mike White, I'm. I think the defense is going to, even the offense, they're going to, they're going to play hard, and, and I think we're going to mm-hmm. win the game. But I'm thinking like, okay. you know, we actually still have a playoff chance. I'm like, let's see, though, man. I don't, I don't know do. how to feel. I don't want to keep – I don't got my whole tied, so we're just going to have to see what happens. So what give me is. a score. Just give me a score. Give me a score, man, before you go. Don't duck the score prediction. All right. The, the score is going to be 21-17, Mike White, the Jets, Savage out. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Salute <laughs> Now don't duck that score prediction, man. You know, he was, he, I know he's upset. He's frustrated. You can hear it, but don't duck that score prediction, all right? You, no matter how frustrated you get with this Jets football team, give us that score prediction, man. Don't duck it. You know what I'm saying? Whew, this was a hot show. We had callers all over the place, people frustrated. Again, I know people are down right now, but the Jets still have a chance to make the playoffs somehow. A lot of things has got to happen. A lot of things has got to go on. We'll see what happens. Salute to Kicks, 1-3-2-6. He says LaFleur is taking a lot of heat, but he can't call a system because he has because he's just trying to figure out what Zach Wilson could actually make happen. It's not the coaches. It's the QB. Kicks speaking his mind. It's a lot of people are saying, you know, it's tough, man. It is tough. Zach Wilson, the way he's looked, it's it's rough. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with him going forward. All right? We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers next. I'm going to go to Mac, man. Mac calling in from Ohio. Salutes to you, Mac. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that don't know Mac, Oh, he's a savage. Savage! Mac, listen, Zach Wilson just fell apart against the Jags, man. What are your thoughts about him at this point? And, uh, you know, what do you you see his future? Is he done here in New York? Do you think he's just going to be relegated to being a backup quarterback? I mean, what do you think happens, man? Joe, first of all, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Salute, man. Happy um, holidays to you and yours as well, man. I, I don't even know what to say, Joe. I mean, they don't make a stocking big enough for the giant lump of coal the Jets gave us all last night. I mean, it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. It was a tough loss to swallow, especially, again, when you look at, you know, all that was on the line going into the game. We all know we needed to win out. I mean, mathematically, we're still not yet eliminated from the playoffs, but it's going to be, you know, even Sella called it far-fetched for us to be able to make the playoffs. But just to watch us go out there and look the way we looked, we looked completely unprepared. The defense couldn't get a stop. I mean, they were kind of bend but don't break, but we saw, you know, the Jaguars' offense run up and down the field, and then our offense just looked horrible, especially behind Zach Wilson. I mean, what are your thoughts on what you saw out there from the offense and the performance? 
You know, you asked me about Zach. Joe, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know if he can ever be fixed. I mean, it's that bad. You know, he's hanging up, uh, you know, uh, numbers equivalent to previously the biggest quarterback draft bust in history. What's that kid's name at LSU? Anyway, uh, um, but all I know is – Are you talking you know, about we, Jamarcus we or, or Reeve or yeah, Ryan Jamarcus Lee? Jamarcus Russell, right. Uh, well, yeah, him too. But the, the the numbers through 22 games are right on. Um, all I know is the Jets have to go into the next season with 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 a legit veteran quarterback for this team that's mm-hmm. ready to win right now. And it's enough, Joe. You know, it, we've seen enough. Will Zach Wilson never be anything? I don't know, but. It's not working for us right now. So, so when you talk about a veteran, a legit veteran, and I know this is a ways away, but you're discussing it. I mean, do you think the New York Jets can move forward with Mike White, or at this point, are you are you wanting the Jets to explore other options? I know guys talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. People talk. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Give us your take. Both. Okay. Yeah, bring Mike White back if you can, and and bring in a legit vet too. And I don't know who that can shake loose, you know. I don't know. Uh, but I, I trust Joe Douglas. You know, they screwed up that draft pick on Zach, you know. And and another point Kevin made very well, which drives me crazy, the Jets haven't done anything to tailor the offense to Zach Wilson's game. You know, he goes to his hmm. pro day, 80% of his throws are rollouts, and LaFleur does that like once a game. So, I mean, we hmm. got that going for us too. Yeah. But and, and I hear that, and to play devil's advocate, I understand you know the rollout and everything, the bootleg and stuff is wonderful. That that's part of Zach's game. But you're a quarterback in the NFL. Part of your game as well has to be to throw from the pocket. He can't call rollouts and bootlegs the entire game because I guess agree. what? The you're defense right. is going to pick that up, right? And yeah, so the game right. plan for Zach Wilson has been the same since he's gotten in the NFL. Since the day that he started in his first game, you go back and watch that against Carolina, and it's Stack the box, beg Zach to beat you with his arm. He can't do it. That's what it is. Yep. And that, that's part of the reason why our running game struggles, you know, with him, has been struggling with him, you know, playing. is because that's what teams do. They just stack the box and say, we're not going to allow you to run. There's going to be so many bodies in here, you won't be able to get anything going. And you're going to have to beat us with his arm. And so at some point, Zach is going to have to start, if he's going to ever be successful in the NFL, he's going to have to start hitting open guys. Because even when, and you see the play calling, Max, Corey Davis is wide open. He's throwing it in the dirt. Garrett Wilson coming off the slant, open. He's throwing it wherever. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many guys open. Even screens. Exactly. He can't even hit that. I mean, it, it, it's scary, and, and Max. If, Go ahead. If you, can hit a quick slant, if you can't get hit a quick slant or a tight end, which is a big part yeah. of our offense, then missing because yeah. he can't do it, you know, we're screwed. So, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking facts. Listen. What are your thoughts about the Jets' defense, man? They struggled as well, too. Were you surprised that we couldn't get, you know, more than one sack against Trevor Lawrence, man? Joe, I mean, number one, I don't ever want to hear Carl Lawson's name ever again, okay? I know Ooh, he had a tough Go ahead. He came back. Go ahead. So let, let's move on There's from him and his big contract. Go ahead, yeah. But, okay. but here's the thing, Joe. I picked the Jets to win 10 games this year. You know, in six weeks ago, I was, I was looking pretty good. I was, feel, I was feeling pretty good. Um, yeah. 
until the Jets decide to lose five out of six. But one of the biggest things I, I, I one of the biggest things that that was incumbent upon was creating turnovers on defense through sacks, yeah. through pressure on the quarterback, so they're throwing the ball up to Sauce and DJ. And why has it not been happening? I mean, yeah. how many of these games have we have won if we can create one or two doggone turnovers? I mean, you're talking facts. I was shocked myself as well watching the game, especially when the Jags' offensive line was as beat up as they were. They didn't even have their starting left tackle. He was out. You know, that's their best you know offensive line. Joe? Sheriff got hurt during the game. I mean, it's wild. Go ahead, man. You know what it is? It's gross. It's freaking gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah, what, yeah. Before, so, I, before I jump off and let another color on, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah. I had my Columbus Jets fan group, everybody that could show mm-hmm. up uh, at North City Tavern. We had a guest of honor, yeah. Juan Cardenas, did a tour in Iraq and Afghanistan, U.S. Army, and we dishonored him. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know. It's a disgrace. It's, it, it, it sucks the Jets lost. So before I let you go, Mac. Give me your thoughts, man. Give me your final score prediction. Jets, Seahawks. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think the game ends up? Joe, I don't think we're going to win another game. I mean, unless Mike White oh. comes back and plays well. I mean, we got to win sometime. I think they're saying Mike White. We haven't won in the I month of December. White, I think they're saying Mike White is is cleared at this point. I think it's like 90, 85, 80, 90 percent that he's going to play. We'll see because we we've heard that before, but. Uh, they're saying that Mike White more than likely is going to play. So say, you know, he starts against Seattle. Quickly give me your score prediction. Okay. I think the Geno Smith revenge game, he lights us up uh, mm. 31 to uh, – let me see. We're, we, don't, we don't score touchdowns. We just get an occasional field goal. 31 to oh. 12, Seattle. Oh, man, 31 to 12, Seattle. That's how he's feeling. Do you blame me? Listen, Mac, I want to thank you for calling. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Merry Christmas, Joe. All right, same to you. Happy holidays. Oh, we're going to keep on rolling, man. 515-602-9639. That's the number call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to my guy, BK, man. BK, we're coming directly to you. My guy, BK Trainer, man. Salute. For those of you that don't know, BK, oh, he's a savage. BK, salute to you, my friend. We're up here talking. This is the the venting session. People are upset. They want to talk about Zach Wilson. They want to discuss him and how badly he's played. Give me your analysis on him against the Jaguars. Oh, man, listen. You know, I was hoping that wouldn't happen. Like I was, we talked a few days ago. The guy mm-hmm. he can't read. He can't. He, he just. He's not ready, man. He's, I don't know if he will be ready, but he's just not a in the professional quarterback. And um, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it, it is what it is. It's just, it, it, it looks all as though he got worse. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, just, it looks really looked it bad. Like oh shit, he's not just go that mm-hmm. ball like that. And, and it and it and it can't happen. And it kept happening. Like as he as he stayed in there, he just seemed to lost more and more confidence. This way, his play, his, I mean, it was it was awful, man. It really was, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, um, I, I I didn't expect that. I expected him to play a little bit better, 
but he actually looked mm-hmm. even worse. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, could you fix your 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 uh your phone a little bit? I don't know if you're on a headset, but you sound a little farther away. If you could cut that off okay. and come to the phone a little bit more, it'd be a you bit better. Me, but yeah, I can hear you. I, yeah, I can hear you good now. That's perfect. Uh, but I, I, I was okay. hearing you. I can I can hear your take there. Listen, I, I it just seems like it's his confidence, man. His confidence looks mm-hmm. to be shot. I think honestly, you know, <laughs> we saw it early when he was frustrated, and not just that, but especially when the crowd just was going off the booze, you could hear when we weren't completing drives. And then he started throwing balls up just to try to hope in a prayer somebody will just catch a football and make something happen. And that's not going to work in this league. We saw Corey Davis, right. you know, knock away a ball that should have been an interception. He was able to knock down a, Jets, or a, a Jaguars corner. And then we just saw things kind of spiral after that. But my, my right. question for a lot of people is, Zach Wilson is, is playing really bad. But how mm-hmm. much of that is on Mike LaFleur and his play calling? Is Mike LaFleur to blame for Zach Wilson's lack of success in the NFL offensively not being able to execute? Should Mike LaFleur or could Mike LaFleur have done more to tailor the system to Zach Wilson? What are your thoughts on that? No, not at all. He, I mean, Why? He, the guy cannot – because he cannot read defenses. We see it. He, he has trouble reading defenses. He has trouble sliding in the pocket. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to read mm-hmm. pressures. The guy has a. He's not a starting quarterback. So when you have a player yeah. like that, your, your playbook don't look that open. Okay, it doesn't. Yeah. So you know yeah. that's what it is. It's not. It's like it's not Michael Michael Floor. It is Zach Wilson by himself. He cannot. He's not ready to play NFL quarterback. He just not. And yeah. I don't know if he ever will be. You know. That's what I see. So I don't see the play calling being such a problem. I see. This guy can't make plays. He only can make mm-hmm. plays when, he does, when, he, when he's circling the defense, when he decides to roll out, because he knows that that's kind of his game. Like, I'm, okay, I'm doing backyard football. I'm going to roll out. I'm going to look for a guy. I got his, I got his arm walking, whip it down the field. I can spin it, spin it a little bit. And so that's, what, that's his calling card. But to sit back and yeah. read defenses, see what, see what a lineman is doing, what the linebacker is doing, what the safety is doing, that's, that's a lot of information mm-hmm. that he can process quickly and make a decision with. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're speaking facts. And even if you look at the mm-hmm. game yesterday, he was struggling for quite a bit. I was surprised yes. that Stella came out after the half and still had him playing. He didn't bench him mm-hmm. until, like, I think it was like three minutes and some change left in the game. Were you shocked that mm-hmm. they, they, benched, they benched him so late? Do you think he should have been benched earlier in the football game, especially with the Jets, you know, playoff hopes kind of on the line there? Well, you know what? I, I understand why – a coach would do that because he he he's trying to build his confidence and give an opportunity. So we can say that, but we're not coaches. Coaches they they, mm-hmm. they 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 go to they go to war for their players where they should, and so they try mm-hmm. to they try to give an opportunity to actually redeem himself and play well. So I don't actually fault him for that. I don't. Now as a fan, okay. I'm like, yo, get get him out of here. But as a, as you know, he's yeah. he's, he's, a, he's the head coach, so he want to see this player try to come out of that slump. So I'm actually applaud him. For actually trying to stick with him to try to do to try to come out there and make a play because they still was kind of in the game. Mm-hmm. That's my take, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I get it, I get it. But I'm looking at it like this: you see, the mm-hmm. offense is dead, right, with him playing. Yes. And mm-hmm. I mean, not just the offense; the team is dead. You can see the team plays with no confidence while he's out there playing. Your playoff hope right. on the line. Sit him down. Sit him down. I'm sorry. This is true. He needs to sit. Like, well, he can't keep going. Right, eventually, 
right again, Corey Davis saved us from an interception earlier. You know, in this football right. game, he's just he's yeah, just going out there trying to chuck and pray, I, and that's not going to work here. I, so you know, that's, that's at what point that's do you sit him true. down? I think you got to sit him down earlier. Uh, it, it's too much of a line. You got to sit him down earlier. Go ahead. I, I agree. I agree with that. I, I'm just saying him being him being a coach. He's looking at it. He's trying to give him the best opportunity to try to actually, you know, come back and make a play. So I understand yeah. that. Now, with that being said, okay, you got Flacco, who who, is, who definitely I don't think would have came in there and made a, a big difference at all. I don't think so. And then you had this guy Strebler. He came in there. Yeah. He, he able to do some running plays. So if this was a situation where, you know, they don't they don't have a quarterback to actually to make plays right now besides Mike White, and that's just what it is. In the in the in um you know it, it, it's bad as the way it is, but I mean um I watched the game. I'm like, okay, it's time to turn this off. I didn't watch the fourth yeah. quarter. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't watch. So the my, my quarter, final man. yeah, I, I, my I was, final question. I'm sorry, for you. My final yes. my final question for you, BK. Before I let you go quickly, mm-hmm. going forward, do you think that they'll make mm-hmm. Zach inactive? Do you think he'll go back to being inactive, or do you think they'll? Make Zach the number two. You know, if Mike White is healthy going forward, again, if he comes back against Seattle, do you think Zach goes back to being inactive, or do you think they hold Zach and allow him to be the number two quarterback? That's a good question. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. It's hard to say. I can see see them put him at number two. I could have seen him saying, yeah, he's inactive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, of course, I got to of course I got to answer some questions after that, which is not a big deal to answer questions about that. But again, mm-hmm. I think that Mike White is his job. Clearly, it's his job. Mm-hmm. You know, he gives the best best opportunity to win. And uh, when he comes back, I think they can be they could be they can have a, a a chance of winning. You know, but uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna see though. Dude got, dude got broken ribs, so we'll see what happens. Okay, okay. So my yeah. final question before I let you go. Give yeah. me your final score prediction, okay? Wow. Jets, Seattle, <laughs> it's coming up. Who do you think wins? Yeah. Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Well, if Mike White plays, right, we don't know. I mm-hmm. I see them winning the game. Score, you see a low-scoring game. I would see they'll, mm-hmm. they, they'll score about 23 points, and I'll say Seattle may score 24 points. I'm sorry, score 14 points. I see the, I see the Jets will win. With Mike White at the quarterback position, because they can't move the ball with him with him playing, and they and their defense still played well. You know, they, they had some struggles yesterday, but they still played well enough mm-hmm. to where if they had a viable offense, they could have possibly won that game. But that's my take. I say twenty four fourteen Jets with Mike White. Okay, twenty four fourteen Jets. He's saying with Mike White. All right, let's go. <laughs> Listen, BK, I got to let you go. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, man. Happy holidays. All right, same to you. Happy holidays to you as well. Whew, this was a hot show, man. Whoa. <laughs> Listen, a lot of takes. I'm going to go ahead and close out. We're getting short on time. At this point, Jets got Mike White, man. We're going into Seattle. I don't know. I have a feeling, man. I don't know why. But at this point, if Mike White starts, again, they're saying he's about 90% at this, right? We've heard that before, though. But, you know, really hearing like he's going to be cleared, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to take the New York Jets to beat the Seahawks. 24-21. I'll take the Jets. (laughs) 
think the team plays reinvigorated. So we're going to go ahead and close out. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people in the channel to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter, okay? <laughs> okay. Also, my personal page is at YoungJ000, at YoungJ00, all right? You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on, okay? Man, I cannot wait till he comes back, all right? I can't wait. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough, all right? But we'll see. This offensive line has got to step up, all right? I'm on YouTube as well. Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, all right? Give my videos a thumbs up as well. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank everyone for listening, calling in, checking in with the show. Salute to all the savages, everybody in there. You folks are the absolute best, all right? So we'll see you folks at a later time. You folks have a good one. Peace.